It's time for what you should read. The podcast all about the titles you need. Join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all the best new titles to enjoy with your team. I have that, but I haven't read it yet. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm Rachel. And I'm Kelly. And this is What You Should Read. The podcast where we should all over our books. And it's almost Mother's Day. So we are here for a quick mini-sode to give you our recommendations for what book you should get your mom for Mother's Day. So if you've been looking for the perfect gift, we've got several options for you. (laughs) We've got you covered. Um, So Rachel, I know you have a couple books you want to recommend, actually. So what's your first recommendation? So my first actually is a two book series. Um, it's The Waverly Place by Sarah Donati. Book one is called The Gilded Hour. And book two is called um, Where the Light Enters. I keep wanting to call it All the Light We Cannot See, but that's of course by Anthony Dore. Um, but so the second one is Where the Light Enters. Uh, it is set uh, in New York City in the Gilded Age, the early 1880s, and it follows... Um, a few different characters. So the main character um, is a Dr. Uh, Anna Savard. She is a um, a surgeon, and she works, um, you know, at the women's hospital. And it also follows her cousin Sophie, who um, she treats like she is a woman of color, and she treats like. Um, sort of the downtrodden and, and um, she's not really allowed to like work at some of the more like, you know, high end hospitals in the city um, because of the color of her skin. So she mostly treats people of color or um, sort of more poor women. And she, she also can do surgery, but she's more of like family practice OBGYN. um, Whereas Anna is more of a surgeon. Um, So it follows them and some of their family members. And it's this whole, it's, there's so much of this book. And the reason I recommend it for Mother's Day is because it's about family at the end of the day. And not just like your traditional, like nuclear family, you know, mom, dad, kids kind of a thing. It's, you know, um, they're all, uh, you know, like, of course, biological family, but also like found families, adopted families. Um, you know, they, they grew up living with their great aunt. Um, and she's like this very wealthy, um, you know, sort of old money, New York family person. And, um, you know, they also, you know, it takes a village. They like grew up with, you know, the neighboring families, they have, you know, friends and loved ones from all walks of life. It is so, so good. It also follows um, this detective with the New York police. And he's like, um, you know, your typical, like, he's actually like Italian, and most of the police officers are Irish. And so like, he's sort of like, and stuck in between that, like Irish versus Italian, you know, police officer kind of Aww. thing. Um, and he's pretty cool. Um, and him and Anna kind of have a thing. So there's romance, there's medical stuff, there's a mystery, there's a murder mystery. And then like the whole thing is enveloped in this um, battle with Anthony Comstock, who's a real person that existed, that came up with all of these crazy 
rules about um, sort of quote indecent um, publishings being like mailed through the U.S. Post. He made all these rules that like, oh, the U.S. government, like, because he can't say you can't print certain things because that's against free speech. But he's like, oh, but the U.S. government can't pay, you know, can't be used to distribute, quote, immoral things, right? So anything that he thinks is immoral. So including like information for women on how to care for themselves and how to prevent pregnancy or end pregnancy. Um, So there's a big thing about that. He's definitely after Sophie and Anna and trying to get them for, you know, this kind of stuff. Um, And there's a lot of like courtroom stuff. There's a lot of like letters. It's a very interesting book. And the second one um, you're following them again and it's, um, there are these like orphans that you meet in the first book and they're trying to like get, um, you know, permission to keep the orphans with them. And so it's sort of this battle of like, well, what's best for the children? And it comes down to things like religion and all this stuff. And it's just like, what makes a family, you know? And I just, I love, I love all the characters. I love the way the story is told. It's great. That sounds so good. I need to read those. Oh yeah. They're so good. Um, Kelly, what's your recommendation? Uh, I still have not recovered from the whole postal service subplot. And this is why women became dragons. Right. Yes. That's a sequel. We didn't even know. Totally. Uh, But my pick is um, City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. It's historical fiction. And like, like Rachel's pick, it's a lot about chosen family, but it's, oh God, it's so good. And a friend had recommended it to me and I bought it immediately and then held on to it for years because that's how I roll, but learn from my mistake and definitely get it. Definitely read it as soon as you can. Cause it's, it's so good. And in 1940, this this girl, Vivian Morris, she's 19, has just been kicked out of college because she didn't take it seriously and didn't do very well. And her rich parents are basically like, you are an embarrassment to the family. And so they they punish her by sending her to Manhattan to live with her aunt who owns this midtown theater. And it's like, oh, no, <laughs> you you're mad at me. So you sent me to this amazing city to live with an amazing person doing amazing things. Gosh, (laughs) (laughs) horrible. And she immediately, she makes friends. She creates this life for herself. And then she makes a really stupid mistake and it puts all of it in jeopardy. And kind of really ruins her life but you know that that tends to happen and then it's about how she comes back from it and um on amazon for i didn't know they started doing this but they've they've started sharing the the quotes that get highlighted in people's kindles and this one was highlighted by almost 6700 people and it's short so i'm going to just read it Anyway, at some point in a woman's life, she just gets tired of being ashamed all the time. After that, she is free to become whoever she truly is. 
And I, I was like, that's the best. So I, I absolutely recommend it. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, City of Girls, Elizabeth Gilbert. Cool. I need to read that. It's very good. Uh, okay. My pick is um, I'm recommending this because my mom was actually visiting me recently and she was like, oh, I didn't bring a book with me. We've all been there, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, luckily I have lots of books. And I just looked at my shelf and I picked one and I was like, read this. And I handed her The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Oh, yeah. And she was like, oh my God, I stayed up all night reading it. She loved it so much. Um, so this is um, a book about a woman whose name is Nora. And she is kind of like down on her luck a little bit and she's really depressed and she ends up um, finding her way to the midnight library, which is this magical place where any book that you take off the shelf shows you a different path your life could have taken. So she ends up um, living out different versions of her life. And I loved, I just loved it so much. And I loved how she's a person with a lot of interests and talents. So her life could have taken many different um, paths, but she ends up being kind of stuck for various reasons. Um, but like in one life, she's a famous Olympic swimmer in one life. She's a rock star in one life. She's a Marine biologist. So she has all these different things that she could have done, um, and different people in her life that she may or may not have married or been friends with. Um, and the, the librarian herself, like she has a very special, like connection with the librarian. It's, um, I think it, it was like her school librarian or librarian from her childhood. Um, and she's like, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, so it's definitely like, I don't want to say magical realism. Cause I think that's a very specific term, um, that, um, is reserved if it's like Latin American fiction. Right. Um, think so. So I guess the word would be fabulism maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, if you like books like that, um, it's very enchanting. Um, and it kind of makes you look at life with a new perspective. Yeah. I, um, throughout the book, I, you know, I wasn't not enjoying it, but I was like, this is okay. But the ending for me is really what like clinched it as a good book for me. I feel like it was such a good ending. Nice. Yeah. It was a good ending, but yeah, I'm recommending it as a mother's day pick. Cause my mom <laughs> really liked it and yeah. I just recommended it to her, but I do think it's like one of those books that a lot of people would enjoy. Yeah. So one out of one moms agree. Right. It was good. <laughs> and I, I gave it to my friend Ashley last year for Christmas and she's a mom and she liked it. So well, there you go. Two out of two, two. Out of two moms. <laughs> nice. Right. Rachel, did you have a bonus pick? Yes, totally. Um, so this book came out last year. It is the four winds by Kristen Hannah, mm. such a good mom book. Yes. Not only is it Kristen Hannah, so it's an amazing historical fiction, but it's also about a mom and her kids, um, specifically her and her daughter. It's really like uh, a, a lot about their relationship. Um, so it's set in, um, well, it starts out set in Texas um, during the Dust Bowl. Um, so our main character, Elsa, she 
um, lives on a farm with her husband and his parents, and they have two children, um, and they're going through really hard times. Of course, it's the Dust Bowl, so uh, massive amounts of drought have just dried up the land, and they get these crazy sandstorms because um, there's a ton of wind, and the land is so dry, the sand gets, the dust gets kicked up and causes all sorts of issues. They can't grow things. They can't, you know, feed their animals well. So they're making no money and barely surviving. Um, and so like many other people, well, what happens is um, Elsa's husband sort of kind of ups and leaves. Um, and so she kind of just takes her kids and travels west to California. You know, she hears that um, people are migrating west, that there's um, more work out there, that, you know, there's um, farming is going well, or you can get some sort of a job. So she makes her way there and ends up in this migrant camp um, where she's sort of uh, forced to kind of work for, more money than, or less money than she needs to spend. So she's sort of kind of stuck there, but it's really a, a, a very moving story about like um, workers standing up for their rights and also like, um, you know, a mother doing what she needs to do for her children and her children specifically, again, her daughter, just like having to grow up really fast and sort of, um, I love how you can see the relationship develop and you can see her daughter just sort of um, gaining respect for her mother in such a new way um, by like watching her go through all this. And it's just like, it's just lovely. It's, it's such a lovely book. I loved that book. That's the perfect uh, recommendation. I think well done. Mm -hmm. That's why I saved it for the second one. Cause I wasn't sure what you both were going to write. Yeah. I, I should have thought of that one. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> can, can I do one more? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Okay. So if you are one of the people who has a hard time with mother's day, probably you stopped listening <laughs> or did not start. But um, I would recommend Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed, which is probably the book I recommend most often and have recommended to pretty much everybody. Um, it is a collection of advice columns from Dear Sugar for the New York Times. And it's just, it's so good. And whatever is going on with you, whatever, you know, good or bad, it is addressed in this book somewhere and it's just a wonderful, powerful thing. So, you know, if, if you're having a hard time, get it, read it. Hopefully you love it too. And hopefully it helps. Another great recommendation. Totally. And you can get all of those definitely included, uh, including tiny, beautiful things, which is read by Cheryl Strayed on Libro FM. And if you don't already have it, use promo code what you should read all one word to get two books for the price of one. Your first yeah. month only. <laughs> and be sure to follow us on social media, WISR underscore podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. Be sure to email us at what you should read podcasts at gmail.com. And please leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen. And now you know what you should read. You're welcome. You know what you should read? It's time for what you should read. The-
the podcast all about the titles you need. Join three book lovers and a guest as they cover all the best new titles to enjoy with your team. I have that, but I haven't read it yet.